Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Today you'll be hearing an interview with one of my personal favorite influencers on Instagram, Kristen at The Prevention Pharmacist. And I wanted to interview Kristen because she's had quite the unique business journey that I think many of you can relate to in some way. Long story short, Kristen found herself in what she thought was her dream career, but couldn't ignore the inner nudges that maybe, just maybe, she was actually meant to do something else. So instead of doing what I feel like most people do, which is ignoring those inner nudges and feelings, she took a leap of faith and decided to explore those feelings, and because of that, ended up creating a successful multifaceted business online. So if you have ever been curious about what it could look like to pivot your career for your passion, this episode is for you. Enjoy. Okay. Hello. Welcome, Kristen, to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so excited that you're here on here with me. So the reason why that I wanted to have you on the podcast is because To me, ever since we started working together, you have had such a crazy, fascinating, twisty, turny career path, essentially. And the whole reason behind that is because you've been chasing your passion. You got on a very, what people would consider, traditional career path. You're a pharmacist, you have a doctorate. You got into that. And then, you know, over time and and working in that industry, you discovered that your passion runs a lot deeper than pharmacy school and and, the pharmacy life. (laughs) And you decided to kind of steer and do your own thing. So that's why I wanted to bring you on the podcast. I find it so fascinating. I think so many people find themselves and understandably so find themselves, you know, they, they go to college, they get the diploma, they, you know, they, they get in the career that they think that they should do or that they wanted to do when they were in high school or whatever. And then they get into it and they're like, what the crap, this is nothing that I expected. And you kind of found yourself in that boat, but you said, you know what, I'm going to do something about this. So I wanted to get you on here. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get into it, please introduce yourself and tell us all the things. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me. This is such a joy and an honor to be sharing this. And I am certain that this information will certainly benefit so many people because I know that I am not the only one that feels this way or feels like, okay, what next and what now? So as you said a little bit about me, I am traditionally trained as a pharmacist. I have a PharmD um, I also have a degree in business and I'm a certified intrinsic coach. Um, I've gotten some additional training and coaching in behavioral change and motivational interviewing. Um, and kind of my passion lies in nutrition. So more nutrition, plant-based nutrition. I have a certificate in that. And then also um, I became a Pilates and bar instructor. But 
really my most important job is that I am a military wife and I'm a really busy mom with two little ones and another one on the way. So um, all of that played into my path, certainly. Um, wow. You know, when things kind of after pharmacy school and I would kind of stopped and said like, wait a second, like what do I want my future to look like? Like it's up to me essentially, what do I want my future to truly look like? And all of these components here in my background certainly played into where I am now. Wow. Okay. So back, back way, way, way up. You <laughs> off. You ticked off like a hundred things here, what you're certified in. And on top of that, you've got two babies, one on the way. You're a military wife. You've moved how many times? A million, I'm sure. <laughs> 10 times in 10 years. Yep. <laughs> oh man. That just gave me the hives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So you're doing all of this. You're getting all, that is just, I don't even know how that's even possible. So, okay. You have the drive. What was it? So obviously you didn't do all of these things at once, right? So the first thing was pharmacy school. Right. And I assume that just, you know, high school into college, you decided that was the career path for you because you wanted to help people. And where, like, what was it that, you know, were you already a pharmacist and was it something in particular that made you stop and say, oh, hold up, this, there's something else here that I need to explore? How did that play out? Yeah, so I think probably like a lot of you, you you know, your your parents encourage you to go to college and get a good degree and get a good job. And so I knew in high school that pharma, pharmacy is what I wanted to do. It kind of had this intersection of being able to help people in healthcare. And, and my dad was like, I think this would be a great fit for you. And I was like, you're right, let's do this. So I go to pharmacy school and I'm in pharmacy school. And I really started to recognize that God was placing things in my path that became very obvious to me. And, and some of those things were, you know, during pharmacy school, and, and don't get me wrong, I mean, there is a place and time for medicine. There will always be a need for medicine. But what I recognized in my training was there were so many things that we were just putting a Band-Aid on. We were not truly diving in to figure out the root cause or prevent it from happening. We were simply saying, this person is in pain or this person's experiencing this. Let's give them a pain pill versus saying like, what is actually causing that? Like, what is the root cause? And so I started to kind of explore that more and recognize that in traditional medicine, it is not something that is really done very much. And I was like, gosh, this is just so interesting to me because I feel like there is so much more that we can do for people, for patients. Like, God has given each of us this individual path. This is something that you love and you cherish and you want to share with other people. But if you are sick, if you're on 20 medications, if you feel like garbage, like you cannot serve others. And I just kept thinking, like kept playing in my head, like there's got to be a better way that I can serve people so they can serve people. Like how can I help people maybe prevent or reverse some of these diseases or get off some of their medications? And I just recognized more and more it really wasn't a thing. <laughs> like it just, it wasn't there. So all these areas of interest, I was just like, you know what, what, what better time? We're so lucky in this day and age that you can take a course online that you can, you know, if you have a thing that you like, you can, you can truly explore it. Like you can build a business from the ground up by Google and YouTube and hiring help and, and reaching out. And so every time something became more interesting to me, I was like, I'm going to pursue that. And I'm just, I just kind of like stacked those blocks and just kind of said, I have this interest. I have this passion. I know God has lit this fire and I'm just going to follow it. And, and 
here I am. <laughs> wow. I love that because I think so many people, they feel those nudges, but they think that it's irresponsible or they think that they've put so much effort. And I can't imagine, I mean, through all the schooling that you went through, I'm sure that was difficult for you to be like, crap. First of all, I'm going to have to go and get certified in something else and go through more schooling, you know, with everything else that's going on. And second of all, like, I thought that this was my thing. And now I think people are scared to to realize what that new path could look like. And, you know, in, in some cases it could look very different and, you know, not to skip ahead or anything, but you know, your thing is prevention over pills. I mean, and your job is to prescribe pills and, and to give people their medicine and your path took you to ultimately like being the, what you know, you've mentioned, like you feel like you're the anti-pharmacist sometimes. So I love that you mentioned that God was putting these things on your heart and instead of burying them deep, because that's not what you initially thought you were supposed to do, you were curious about them and used the internet (laughs) for what it's supposed to be for and explored things a little bit more deeply. So that's when you started getting, what was like the first thing that you did getting certified in like the plant-based nutrition yeah, that was kind of my my first thing there. And, you know, to what you're saying, I mean, how many people do you know that have ended up with these good, solid careers and they are just not happy? And I think it's because you had this vision of what you thought it would be like, and then you got into it. And, and I can, I mean, I have so many friends who are doctors and lawyers and things like that. And they're making fantastic money, but they're working like 100 hours a week and they're miserable. They don't have time to spend the money if they wanted to. And so I think a lot of, of it comes out of really creating that future for yourself and recognize how can I show up and serve people, but how can I also give myself time freedom? Like how can I have time freedom so that I can be with my family and maybe I can stay home and raise my babies or, you know, whatever it is. But so many of us get into that career path or that career field thinking like, this is what my interest was in. And then you come out and you actually start doing it for a few years and you're like, wow, (laughs) this is eye-opening. So I just, I I think that, you know, I started with the plant-based nutrition, just thinking like, what if, like, what if I get out of pharmacy school and I decide that I maybe want to do something and go rogue? (laughs) Like if I just want to kind of do my own thing and do the entrepreneurial thing and see where it takes me, like, what if, what would, what would that person look like? Who, who do I need to show up as? probably somebody who has a couple things under her belt and knows what she's talking about. Okay. 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 We need to dig into that. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So you, you agreed like, okay, I'm, I'm going to explore this. I'm going to see if maybe this could be like my own thing. And you said, what would I need to say that again? Yeah. So I basically said yes, before I had that, the how Mm -hmm. I basically said, I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. And who, who would that person be? Like that ultimate person who is going to serve somebody, what would she need to know? What would she need to show up with to be of value to those people? And I just started breaking it down from there. And it took twists and turns. And, and I ended up at so many different conferences and following so many people and listening to so many podcasts and so many YouTubes and more certificates and this and that. And I, I mean, I loved every part of the journey. 
I mean, if it was a straight line, I wouldn't have such a story. People wouldn't relate to me. But having that journey and just taking those boxes off and saying, you know, if I could serve this person, I would need to show up as this person. And this is what she would probably need to know. These are the resources she would probably need to have. And so before I knew the how, I was just like, we're just going to, we're going to show up as who I want to be. You know, God uses people and he opens those doors, but you you have to get up and do the things. You have to put those things into action. You can't just say, yeah, I'm going to get all this education and sit still. Like you got to put it into action. And that's what I really, really realized. Y'all can't see me right now, but I am doing all the praise hands because, (laughs) and this is, I mean, I, I, you don't even realize this and you might hear people say that, but until you actually do it and see how things start falling into place, it's really hard to understand that because it's so easy to maybe want something and to dream of something, but think that before you can start taking action, you have to know the how, and that is not how it works for a lot of different things, especially in the online space and online business, because a lot of these things, they're new. It's a newer industry. There are so many paths you can take. So I love that you said that you really weren't sure the exact path to take, the exact way to execute, but you had this grander vision of yourself. You had, did you know like the type of person that you were wanting to help and the ways that you wanted to help them? Is that kind of, was that what played into your vision? I knew that I wanted to really help people with prevention. That's kind of my thing. I mean, hence my Instagram handle. <laughs> that's that's really what I knew. And I wanted to help people with prevention. So what did that mean? Like, who did I need to be? What information did I need to provide? And, you know, I, I don't, I know that some of you are probably thinking, well, that's easy to say she's a pharmacist or that's easy to say because she has this, but I'm just a stay-at-home mom or I'm just a this. But there have been so many times in this path where I have had that imposter syndrome myself, where I have felt like, you know, like they say in the South, you're fixing to get ready. Like you're getting ready to get ready because you feel like you don't have all the information. So you can't take the action until you have the information. But I think what I did was along the journey, as I was getting the information, I was also taking those steps. So I was like building and going and learning and failing and learning and failing and learning and failing some more. And that's kind of what propelled me and got me to where I am now. But the bottom line was I never knew everything. I didn't learn about nutrition in pharmacy school. We had like one class on it. So for me to think that I could show up as this person who was going to talk about nutrition and how food can be medicine, culinary medicine, how it can prevent and treat so many diseases, you know, who was I to be this person talking about nutrition and why would anybody listen to a pharmacist about that? But what I learned was all I had to know was just a little bit more than the person I wanted to help. I just had to be one step ahead of them. Like you don't need to have all the answers because I'm not the hero. (laughs) The person that I'm serving is my patient, my customer. I'm just like the guy, the coach, the person to say like, okay, I went, I've been there. I know what you mean. Like, let's move forward together. But you don't need to have all the answers. And certainly there was a period of time where that held me back. And I felt like, who am I? you know, to, to be this person talking about nutrition or talking about skincare or whatever, who am I to do that? But you know what, who am I not to? (laughs) Because I probably know more than a couple people that I'm serving and that's enough. And like you said, for those who don't have a doctorate or who don't have, you know, this, 
this beautiful career that you've built for, you know, whatever the story they're telling themselves again, that's why the internet is so great. You know, you may feel like you're not the person to step up to the plate, but there are so many ways to be certified. And well, and a lot of things nowadays, you don't even need a certification. I think in your case, when you are going to be speaking to people about nutrition and prevention, definitely certifications are, are helpful for sure. Um, and to be educated on those things, but Right. Who are you not to? And I I strong, and I say this all the time. I really do not think God, the universe, whatever you believe in, puts something on your heart that heavy if it's not meant to be for you and at least to be explored. So, okay. So you had this on your heart. You started taking action. It was a loopy, turny road. It wasn't a straight path you mentioned some failures. So like you failed, you tried again, you failed. What, what did some of those failures look like? So definitely one of the things that I really struggled with was the technology piece of things. I mean, when you think about starting a business or, you know, going out on this journey, it sounds great until you get into the nitty gritty details. And then you're like, I don't know how to run ads. I don't know how to create email copy. Like, I don't know how to create a a newsletter. I don't know how to create a mailing list. Like, I don't know how to create a website, like all these things. And, and it, for a while, it kind of held me in, in one place because I was like trying to figure out these things, trying to search them on my own, trying to YouTube them. And it really kind of hit me one day. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about, you need to outsource what is not in your wheelhouse. And I was like, oh my gosh, for the longest time here I am holding myself up, trying to figure all this stuff out myself. People don't care if I know how to create my own website or if I had one made. People don't care. Like those little things like that are not what is going to have, what is going to interest somebody in working with me and talking about nutrition or talking about prevention or whatever it is. They're not going to care about the technology piece of things. So it took me to figure that out and outsource that to really get to where I am now. And to move the needle. I think I keep saying like so many people, but I I've seen it and I have a lot of clients where I see this a lot where it's a way to kind of procrastinate and low key hold yourself back from taking action on the things that are going to be moving the needle, focusing on those little tiny details, like the website, like things that you don't know how to do that you never need to know how to do, like how to run Facebook ads and things like that. People see that or they see other entrepreneurs or, you know, whomever they're looking up to talking about these things and they, they all of a sudden it kind of like triggers them like, well, I don't know how to do that or I don't have that yet. Therefore I'm not worthy. Therefore I'm not ready. And they use that to kind of keep them down. And what you're saying is that was happening, but you decided, you know what, like that's not my area of expertise. I'm an outsource and I'm going to start doing the things that can actually move the needle on my business. Yep. You don't need to know everything. There's somebody who can truly help with literally every component of your business. Mm -hmm. So you focus on how you can serve your people and what you know best and let someone help you with the rest. And and for some people, that's really hard to let other people in because you kind of feel like this is my baby. This is my thing. This is, you know, this business I'm going to grow or create. It's a dream I've had for forever. How can I let someone else in? But the truth of the matter is there is somebody who is better at that than you are and they can help you. (laughs) They can free up your time, they can reduce your stress level, and they can help you do what you want to do quicker, which is truly serve and help people. Amazing. So, so good. So 
what was it? What did you land on? You know, give us like high level, what this look like, what your journey, if you had to talk about, you know, the, the key points here of your journey that you landed and pivoted and eventually like where you're at now, what did that look like for you? Yeah. So after pharmacy school, I did go into a traditional pharmacy retail um, type position. I was working 14 hour days in a pharmacy by myself with no lunch break and the money was great, but I was completely unfulfilled. And like I keep talking about, I just knew that there was something else for me. I knew that I had this passion. I knew that God had put that with me. And I just finally got to the point where I said, you know what? Like, I need to, I need to start doing something with this. And, and, and this keeps coming up and this keeps, you know, being part of my story for a reason. So I kind of started, you know, dabbling a little bit in social media and, you know, kind of creating some accounts and trying to figure out what I wanted to do going forward. Um, and really I, I came down to what, what is it that I want to serve people with? And it came back to that idea of prevention talking about prevention, helping people understand that they can really make a big impact on both their short and their long-term health by focusing on prevention. And for me, that really meant, what do we have control over? What are the things that we can control? And, and I thought, you know, we definitely have control over the food that we put in our mouth, and we definitely have control over the ingredients that we put on our body and that we use for our family and for cleaning and things like that. So that's kind of like, you know, this is how I want to serve people. Now, what do I do? So... I eventually um, joined with Beauty Counter was the first company that I had worked with. And it was such an amazing experience to be able to really open up that door. And it was very fulfilling because, um, you know, I was was talking about products and things that you were using in your home and things like that. But it just, it was amazing how that opened up the conversation to so many other things. Mm -hmm. So here it was starting with this one small thing and opening to so much more. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is it was amazing. It was so fulfilling because I was helping these people on a health journey. Obviously I couldn't give, you know, specific medical advice. That's not something that I could do, but just people often feel like they need to start somewhere small and then kind of the the ball rolls from there, right? It gets bigger and bigger and they make these bigger and bigger and bigger changes. And I would start getting feedback from people like, oh my gosh, you suggested this and it's made a huge difference. You suggested this and we tried it at our home and we got a water filtration system or we got a you know, whole house air purifier or whatever it is. And I just noticed like, there's so much that we can do nowadays with all of these different options. I mean, you could create your own journey. You could, could join an MLM. I mean, there's just so many opportunities for whatever your passion is. Maybe it's knitting, maybe it's skincare, maybe it's travel, like whatever that is, there is an opportunity out there for you, whether you want to create it yourself, create your own course, create your own thing, or if you want to kind of get that business in a box type package and start growing a business that's already kind of ready for you, there's so much that you can do. So my path kind of started with Beauty Counter and then I kind of realized that I still missed talking about nutrition. I still missed the emphasis on food and what we can do with food and how it's just, it's something that we do every single day, but we've come so far from eating real whole foods. And so um, I became certified as a faster way to fat loss coach to help people really get back to the basics and understand nutrition um, and nutritional strategies and understanding what we can do and how we can do these by, you know, eating the right food at the right time for the right reason 
and these strategic pairings and how they can really benefit both our short and our long-term health. And that was, that's kind of, you know, where I've come now, this full circle point of I can help people with safer products and I can help people understand more about their food that they're eating and how these two components here, you know, whether you, you know, you, you are, you like those companies or not just in general understanding how much control we have and, and what an impact we can make in our long-term health. So that's kind of where, where I ended up. What I find so cool about you, because I know, you know, since we work together, I know more about your background. And like you said, what this looks like for a lot of people is, you know, you can go like one of two paths and well, there's so many, but, but like large categories, you can start your own thing, do your own business, kind of like what I've done, or depending on your lifestyle, what you're looking for, it might make more sense to do an MLM, a business in a box, you know, some sort of direct sales that aligns with your passion. And you've tried both. You, you made a course at one point, right? You were going to do your own thing, but then how did that work out? Didn't you, wasn't it something like you ultimately decided with like your schedule and the kids that it made so much more sense just to partner up with MLMs that were aligned with your passion, right? Yep. So I, I fully realized and recognized because there was a point in time where I was seeing patients one-on-one or helping in a consulting role one-on-one. And I fully recognized that I was truly trading dollars for hours and I wanted to be able to help a lot of people, but I wanted to be able to do it in a group format. And then if needed, you know, provide additional counseling and help one-on-one if needed, but I wanted to have that group format. So I really went down the path of creating a course. But again, it came down to there, there are a lot of components to creating your own, your own course, your own thing from the ground up. Mm -hmm. And I failed a lot and I learned so, so, so much. I will never regret having gone through that or going through that. And ultimately when I went back and really kind of journaled on it and meditated on it and really kind of got back to like, why did I want to do this? Like what was kind of like, what was underneath me going, you know, this is, this is the end point. This is where I want to be when I'm, you know, when I'm happy with where things are going and where things are this is who I want to serve. And this is what I want it to look like. And a lot of that came back to how much time did I want to have? How much, like, what did that component of it look like as far as time freedom and being able to be with my babies and being able to raise them a little bit and keep them out of daycare or school. And, and so both of those components played into it and there is no right or wrong answer. And especially since everybody's life looks so different. But for me, when I looked at the course and all that went into it and how much of it fell on me, I was kind of like, I feel really grateful that I went through this experience but I just don't feel like this is for me. Mm-hmm. And it's totally okay to have that happen, you know, to, to take that step back and go, you know what, this just wasn't the right fit for me. Right. And that's beautiful. And for, I, I love what you said about you brought it back to, I, I guess, like your why, like, why are you doing this? And what are your values? Your values are being able to be home with your babies, to raise them, to have that freedom. So if you go into full entrepreneurship, obviously, at least the first year or two, <laughs> everything looks different, but you know, you're going to be hustling, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, that's why like, you just have to bring it back to your why. 
And then who's to say that you don't, you know, maybe in a few years you decide to do your own thing, right? Like after your kids, all of your kids are in school or later on, once you have a little more stability and y'all are in one place for longer or whatever, that's the beauty of the internet and entrepreneurship. You can always pick back up something else later and something that you're doing so well that we're working on together is you are building this beautiful audience and you're building this huge amount of trust with them because yes, you, you know, you work with beauty counter, you work with faster way, but also like you show up and you put your own spin on things. And if you don't follow Kristen, we're going to be sharing her Instagram handle in a bit, but you, if you are in any way interested in these things, you got to follow her because you just do such a beautiful job every single day sharing your heart and educating people and breaking it down in bite-sized, easy-to-understand information. And and I've always said this, and I'll continue saying it, like, it all comes down to the audience that you're building. You build a good audience that trusts you. You can take them on any journey, whether that be whether you decide to switch up MLMs later on, or you decide to start your own business. So I just think I wanted to give a nod to you because you're doing such an amazing job doing that and setting the foundation for whatever is to come in the future. And, and I think that's a really good point because, you know, it wasn't always like that. When I first started doing this, I was talking to anyone. <laughs> I was just, anybody who wanted to listen, I was, I was talking to them. But I really realized that the way that I could be most beneficial but was by completely honing in and really recognize, like, who am I talking to? Who is my one person? Like, if I was sitting in a room talking to one person that I could truly help, what would that person look like? What information are they looking like? Like, what does their life look like? What are their struggles? What are their ups, their downs, whatever? So really honing in and recognizing that was so powerful for me as far as the business side of things. And that's certainly something that I've continued to work on with you is just really recognizing exactly who I'm talking to and then showing up for them. Like, literally every day, they want to see my face. They want to know me. They want to like me and they want to trust me. And if I'm not showing my face and I'm not there in my stories and my IGTV, like I could just be anybody. They really want to relate to someone. And that's something that I've certainly, you know, been working on um, as I've been working with you. And again, there's, there's a lot of trial and error there. But I think one thing that you are absolutely not taught in school is that tolerance for failure and building resilience. And this journey has certainly taught me that it doesn't really matter what other people think. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know, there's always going to be people that have an opinion about what you're doing. And, and I, believe me, I have gotten my fair share of it, especially um, from other professionals who, who might be like, why are you doing that? And, and I think a lot of times that's out of their own kind of discomfort or unhappiness with where things are. And you just got to, like, you got to keep those blinders on, <laughs> like keep your eye on the prize and know what you're doing. You got to get that, that thick skin and you just keep going forward and know who you are serving and, and what God has you here to do. So good. So I want to talk a little bit more about that because I, I know that that, I mean, it breaks my heart knowing how many people are not pursuing what they actually want to do or even giving themselves the opportunity to explore this because they're so worried about what somebody from high school is going to say or somebody in their industry or a family member. So 
how did you deal with that? Did you, I mean, was it hard at first? I'm sure. Or was it just something that you, that from right out the gate, you were like, no, you know, I I have a bigger mission. I'm going to stay focused. How did you navigate that? No, I mean, I think I'm like a lot of other people that, you you know, it happens a couple of times and you're like, that's like a, I mean, it hurts. It's like a punch in the gut sometimes, you know, how people, how people react or treat you or the things that they say. And I think it really took me a little bit to finally get to that point and to that mindset where I was like, their discontent with my journey is not a reflection of me. It's a reflection of them. So if they have a problem with what I'm doing and who I'm serving, like, that's a reflection of them and their life. Like they should have no problem with what I'm doing. Like if I'm happy, they should be happy. Like if I'm doing well, they should feel happy. But if they're truly like, you know, somebody who isn't cheering you on or isn't happy for you or what you're doing, that says a lot more about them than it does about you. So I think it's kind of going back to that mindset and just, just saying like, you just got to stay in your own lane. Like you just, you just have to say like, People are going to always have their opinion, right? Especially on the internet. There, <laughs> I saw a, a meme the other day, and it was it was it's so true. I mean, people are always going to. You can never say a hundred percent the right thing for every single person because everybody has a different story, everybody has a different background, and you have to recognize that. And as long as you're serving your people, that's all you can do. And so you kind of build up that thick skin over time. You kind of build up that like, okay, Sally has an opinion, but really, does that like does that change things? Because I'm still helping this whole group of people over here. So I think it's a combination of feeling human and allowing yourself to feel those feelings, but then saying, you know what, by her saying that and it hurting my feelings, me staying stuck right here isn't going to benefit anybody. Like if I just stay right here and I'm upset and I feel those feelings and I'm just going to stay there, that's not helping anybody. So like feel those feelings. It sucks build up that thick skin and then just say, you know what, I'm going to move forward anyways, because there's so many more people that I can help. That's right. And by staying stuck, you're not, you're not fulfilling that passion. And it's almost like you're, you're letting not to be dramatic, but like the enemy win, you know, and, and you're right. Like people are projecting onto you because they don't understand, or maybe they're not happy and you're never going to make everybody happy. And also like, darn, if you do, darn, if you don't, whether you go for it, people are going to judge you. If you don't go for it, people are going to judge you for not going for it. So like, what is more important here? Absolutely. You put your blinders on and I'm interested this. I know that this was something that helped me and I'm interested to see if this helped you too, because I dealt with the same thing. It was kind of weird. I was doing something totally different than like my friends were doing. My family still doesn't understand what I do. It's funny. But in the beginning, it was difficult because I wasn't really getting those results. And I was still in the the building phase where I really didn't have much to show for it, let alone like not even much engagement and people reaching out and saying, Hey, thanks for that. Like it was in the beginning, it was a lot harder, but thank goodness I persevered and I continued building and it got so much easier to deal with the questions and the judgers once I started getting results and once I started making money and actually seeing the proof to what I was doing and that I was actually making an impact. Now, like anybody could walk up and say anything to me and I would be like, do you, do you know how many women like I I'm working with and that I have the privilege to work with and that I'm helping with their business. Right. So is that kind of how it was for you too? 
Yeah, totally. And I think people love to see the journey. So there's something to be said about showing that beginning. I mean, I can scroll back on my Instagram and look at like my very first posts and I, you know, you could delete them, but I laugh at them because I'm like, yeah, like this was a girl who didn't really have all the answers, but she was like, we're going to do this. And I went for it and there were ups and downs and and failures and stuff. But I, I think that I shared you know, where I was, I shared the journey, I shared my clients successes. And as you kind of build your tribe, you build those, you know, you build that tribe of other women who are cheering you on and you're cheering them on. It's like, all of a sudden, now you have this kind of that ball is rolling in the right direction, right? And now you're to the point where it's unstoppable. And, and you just, you share that, you share that openly, you, you cheer other people on, you have that, that respect and that resilience when things don't work out. And you just, you learn from the journey. Um, but I totally agree with you because it, it you know, you're always going to have those people who are just like, wait, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like they don't need to understand it. That they're not your people. Like those aren't your people. Exactly. I say that all the time find your people, find your tribe. And I, I almost like, don't love the word tribe anymore because it's so, it's just overused and it's, I don't know, but right. Find your people. There are people that are going to get it. There are people that aren't going to get it, but still love you, whatever. So agree completely. And okay. So for anybody who's listening and who's hearing this and their wheels are turning and they're like, okay, there is something on my heart and maybe they've been putting it back or maybe, or pushing it back, or maybe they've dabbled a little bit, but they haven't like really jumped all in. Do you think, first of all, like, let's talk about side hustles here. Cause I feel like that that's what you have really taken on and has really like launched you into what you're doing now and the success that you've seen. So let's talk about side hustles what advice, like what would be the things that, like the reasons why you would encourage somebody to explore a side hustle, whether that be an MLM or, you know, whatever that could look like, what are, what are some, some pluses there? Yeah. And I feel like everybody's story is different and everybody's why is different. So there's going to be something that appeals differently to everybody. Maybe it's the time freedom, you know, maybe it's the flexibility, the income, you know, it's something you're really passionate about. Maybe you want friendships or connections with like-minded women. Um, maybe you want to educate and advocate for something that you feel really strongly about. Maybe you want to help mentor other women, like whatever it is, I feel like you can find that in an MLM. It's just dependent on what you're looking for. But when it comes down to it, and when I started, I kind of said in my head, I remember as I was clicking the like submit to join button, um, I kind of said, what's the worst that can happen? Like, what is the absolute worst that can happen? If I step out here on and go out on a limb and I really focus on educating people and this doesn't work out, what's the worst that could happen? Right. And, and that's kind of how, what I kept doing. Just educate and entertain, educate and entertain. And gratefully for, you know, being able to work with people like you have been able to refine that and hone in on that. But as long as your heart is there and that, you know, you're helping unserving other people, what's the worst that could happen? And by the way, the worst that can happen is that you don't go for it, that you never even try. That's always the worst. Like people sometimes build up these things like, well, what if I lose money or what if it causes tension in my marriage? No, that's not the worst. The worst is the worst that can happen is if you don't even try. That's the worst case scenario. So you might as well try if you're thinking about it. And 
I think what I'm kind of obsessed with right now and what I wish more people would understand that I think we should expound on a little bit more and we've, we've highlighted it, but I want to go deeper here. Just because you do an MLM or a side hustle doesn't mean that you have to, it doesn't mean that you still can't do your own thing. And you are perfect proof of that. You are a shining example of this. You have your own passion. Like, yes, you sell beauty counter and you're a faster way to weight loss coach, but nobody that is working for those two companies are doing what you're doing. You have put your own spin on your business. You have your own brand. You have your own mission. You are just using those two things as vehicles to, to get safer products into people's hands and as a vehicle to help people get on a more all around healthier lifestyle. But other than that, like you've built your own brand. So I really want to, I guess, like really drive that point home that, cause I think a lot of people are like, well, I want to do my own thing. I want to build my own business, but I don't have time to, to do that and to really dive into entrepreneurship. And this is where do a side hustle, get, get into an MLM and still do your own thing. And you've done that. Totally. And I mean, how many times have you been on Instagram where you follow somebody's account and they share like three or four things that they like, and you're like, this is so cool. And you, you know, maybe it's something really unique and you're really buying into it. And then what is the experience? Like if you go on, you know, Susie's page and all she does is share this one thing that she's selling. It's like an infomercial immediately. You're like next. (laughs) Right. So there's something to be said about when you have something so unique like that. And with all of the people in the world, even if you have the most obscure passion that you feel like nobody's going to get me on this, nobody can relate to this. I would disagree. There is somebody out there who is like, gosh, if only I could, you know, find somebody who's in this same path or has been here that I could relate to. Like there is somebody who will love your journey, love your journey. And so I think you should celebrate that and share that no matter how unique you feel like it is. And that's what truly sets you apart and, and your branding and, and branding yourself, um, makes you so different than just that typical infomercial. Yep. And I'm glad you said that because I'm sure somebody is feeling like they wouldn't fit in with the typical Instagram influencer because We tend to, and I'm saying we, because I feel like I probably fall into this, to to do a lot of the same things and have like a very similar-ish vibe. But I agree with you 1,000%. That is, it is the woman who dares to be herself if she is different and come on the scene. An example here, I have a client who, she's got a mouth on her. All right. She, you know, she can be a little abrasive and she likes to cuss. And we had this conversation. She made this post and it was so like, just not true to her. And I knew that. And I was like, what are you doing? She was like, well, you know, I just felt pressure because everybody is like this and I just don't want to be weird. And I was like, girl, but that's not you. Like you need to show up and do you. Like if that means that you're saying a couple of cuss words, that's just who you are. And yeah, you might turn some people off. That's okay. But I guarantee you there are some, but there is some woman sitting out there wishing that she could find somebody with a dirty mouth and dark sense of humor like her that sells what you sell. So yeah, find your differentiator and 
I say pimp it out. Like <laughs> That's how I put it. Like make it, you know, just be authentic. Totally. And I think that for the longest time there had, there have kind of been this reputation that you, if you join an MLM or a side hustle, you kind of have to spit out these pre-crafted messages and you have to do exactly what your upline says you need to do. But the truth of the matter is, although, you know, you're signing on in some cases to be part of a team, it's your business. Like you are in charge, you are driving that car. So if you don't agree with what your upline is doing, or you see things differently, or you see somewhere where there could be just so much opportunity if you did things a little bit differently, guess what? You're in charge. Like that's, that's like the best part about this. You get to make those decisions. Now, if you love what they're doing and you want to follow along, that's great too. And then put your own spin on it, but you're in charge here. Like you create exactly what your brand looks like. It's not, you know, a clone copy of your uplines brand. It's your brand. It's your thing. It is. It's exactly what you want to do with it. Yep. Agree. Agree, agree, agree. I, I don't know. I feel like so many people, I think this is going to be a favorite. I feel like so many people need to hear this and I just want people. And I know that you do too. I just, I wanted to bring you on here because you do this so well and you dared to explore those nudges and what you felt like God was putting on your heart. And you did that. And are you so, I'm sure you're so thankful that you did. I mean, do you ever consider like, what if I hadn't done that? What if I just stayed doing what I was doing as a pharmacist and never explored this and you wouldn't have what you have now? Does that freak you out? Oh, totally. A hundred percent. And I have colleagues that I talk to that, you know, stayed on the, the straight and narrow and stayed with their path. And I see where they are now. And I'm just like, Man, I'm so great. And, it, and truly, I think if you see the thing as a journey, if you see the, your, your path as a journey and like all of these things that I have learned and picked up along the way, like how could I be upset about that? How could, like I have learned and grown so much and met so many amazing women who have inspired me, who I never would have met, who have nothing to do with pharmacy, who are now some of like my best friends. Um, I never would have had that. I never would have had that. And I feel so fulfilled. And that's because I stuck with what was true to me. And again, everybody's why is so different. So you truly, you, you just really need to look at your why and write, like write it out. I cannot encourage that enough. Like so many of us keep so many things in our head, <laughs> write it down, like write it down and really just expand on it and just keep going. Like keep, you know, every once in a while when you get those sparks of like genius or you're just like in, in the mode, write it out. Like exactly like what it is for you, your journey, your why, like what is it that you are looking for? Time freedom, more money to pay off your student loans. You want to pay off that mortgage. Like what, what is it for you? And really, really hone in on that. Um, and the journey is just like the best part. <laughs> so I could never be mad at that. Beautiful. And take action. Just keep taking action. Even I, that's like, uh, gosh, you're not going to know the exact path. Nobody does. But every little, I feel like every step you take, it's almost like your next step is illuminated, but you don't see that next step without taking the first one. Right. And that's how, that is exactly what it looked like for me. And it sounds like that's, that's exactly what you did too. So yeah. I'm just so thankful that you took that chance and you went for it 
because here we are today and you're helping so many people. You are educating so many women and totally changing their lifestyles. And I know that we are all, I certainly am so grateful for you and having taken this chance on your passion. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, I just, I hope that this in some small way can be encouraging to anybody else who might be sitting and thinking or has been daydreaming or do do like writing things out, doodling on, you know, a notebook, whatever, and just kind of feels like, what if, or gosh, I really love that. What if that could actually be a source of income for me? Or what if I could help other women, you know, doing X, Y, Z, whatever that is, like, what's the worst that would happen if you actually explored that? If you actually did that, you took those steps and you serve someone else with, with your God-given talent and passion and, and what if. Yeah. And start with just asking somebody a question. Reach out to Kristen. Reach out to somebody, again, who is in a business that is aligned to what you believe and what you're interested in. Maybe something that you actually use that would be complementary to you know, the image or the, you know, the, the ultimate person that you want to be years down the road and just shoot them a message and say, Hey, I don't know if I'm going to do this yet. So no promises here, but what does it look like realistically? And just have that conversation because you never know until you ask. And again, you take that first step. Absolutely. So good. Well, where can all the people find you? Because I know that after this, they're going to be like, okay, I need a piece of Kristen. What is, how, how should people look for you? Yes. The best way to find me is on Instagram. You can find me at the prevention pharmacist. And again, I talk all things prevention and, and really spend a lot of time digging deep and, and getting into the foods we eat and the products that we use. But there's also a lot of mixed motivational content and just, um, kind of just getting down into it, getting down into business and really putting those things into action and going forward and, and putting in the work to see the results and see the change. That's, that's where my heart is. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm on stories every day. Um, and IGTV as well. You can find that on my grid, but I am there to show up and, and to help in any way that I can. So please send me a message. Please say hello. I would love to just you know, say hi and introduce myself to you. And if there's anything I can ever help with, don't hesitate to reach out. Yes, please do this. If you, if anybody is listening and you're just, you have that little nugget of curiosity message, Kristen, she will, she's just so, she's so smart. And if you just need inspiration on how to run an Instagram page, follow Kristen because she kills it. It's one of the things I first noticed about her. She makes a point with, you know, almost three kids, crazy lifestyle. And she shows up every single day, educating, sharing top-notch content. And whether you're into what she's talking about or not, it's still very, very good information on how to run a successful business. So Kristen, thank you so much. You inspire me every day. Um, and I just appreciate you being on this podcast, girl. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Ellie. It really has been just so heartwarming to be able to share this journey and hopefully inspire some other people who might feel like, oh, I don't know, I went to college and, you know, I do this, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a this, or even if you're, you know, you're stay-at-home mom or you, you, you're doing something else, nobody gets to tell you what you get to be when you grow up. That's for you to decide. That, and it can always change. It's okay to change your mind, people. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Kristen. Well, thank you so much. Y'all follow her at the prevention pharmacist 
and we'll have to have you back on here soon. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.